0: Hello everybody, welcome to the David Francisco Show! How are we doing? I hope you're doing good. Great week! I love this week between Christmas and New Year! Love it, love it, love it, love it! It's it's my favorite. It's the best. Uh, I... I don't know why. I, actually, I do know why. I think I talked about this on, on the... the vlog... slash video... retrospect, introspect video that I posted yesterday... on my YouTube channel. And... um basically like if you want to have my thoughts on the 2021 uh on my 2021 you can go there and check it it's a very nice video get a lot of good feedback on it which is pretty cool as well i appreciate everyone that like keeps what watching and and checks it out that's pretty cool but on that video i say that i kind i really like this week between christmas and new year because it feels like a bit of a, a launching pad right uh, uh, a launching ramp to to the to the new year and things like everyone's gonna like come back, right, things start over, and I like that, I like that feeling, it's pretty good, maybe that, and, um, yeah, <laughs> so, um, I am very excited about, about this week, I've got a lot of energy here in this week, I'm in fact gonna make sure I got this week four times a year instead of once a year, which is pretty cool, so, yeah, it's, it's great, uh, I'm not gonna go into it a bit, uh, a lot here on this video, unless, like, there's obviously questions, maybe some voicemail that people sent, Uh, about it that uh, people would like to get uh, the answer here. Or maybe, as you know, I'm live. For those of you who are not watching me live, I'm live right now on YouTube as well. And maybe there'll be some some messages that I can answer about it. I'm happy to. Uh, And they'll be also part of the show. But yeah, it's exciting. Uh, I've got my board right there. That's going to be my vision board for goals and stuff that we want to achieve and everything for the next three months. Uh, I know it's going to go in there, but it's not there yet because it's not 2022 yet. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right, but I'm pretty excited. A lot of energy for here today. It's pretty cool. Um, I and I got a a lot of things to happen in January that I'm excited to put into practice. Just uh, it's time to take the next step on a few things, you know, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, right. I have been not doing much (laughs) for the the week leading up to Christmas Day. Uh, I've been I've been off, getting a lot of of free time, using that time to be able to maybe do sort some other stuff out and um, with that I've actually had a lot of time to kind of catch up on a few things that we haven't yet uh, when it comes to to movies and entertainment. So today here on the David Francisco show I am ready to bring to the show Guilherme Trindade, one of my longest friends from Portugal. And he will uh ooh, where's the link? Oh, I should be able to do it on again. He will be here on the show. I have a lot of questions about movies that I want to ask him. And I'm looking forward to hear your thoughts on on these movies we're gonna talk about today, either here on the chat or in a voicemail, or maybe you wanna just tweet at me or message me, whatever. At DeFrancisco underscore one on your favorite social media platform. I'm excited. Let's bring Guilherme in for the show and get this show on the road. How are What's you, up? my friend? I am I'm doing well. How are you? Good. It's... I'm good, absolutely. So Guilherme. You look, you
1: look good.
0: Thank you. It's it's the hair, isn't it? I'm trying to wear it down more, you know? So you're here because I I, I got I saw a lot of movies. I've been seeing a lot of movies recently. Alright, all right? and I want to talk all to right. them about you. Uh, Are you a movie guy? What's this? So <laughs> I'm not a movie guy, but you're not. A movie guy. Okay. And also, I have a pitch for you.
1: You're not a Hollywood brunette.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I have a pitch for you. I just yes. remember that I have a pitch for you and I was going to okay. do it in private, but I think I can do it in public. Okay. I'm going to save okay. that to the end.
1: Do not steal this idea. Hollywood.
0: <laughs> do not steal. I have a pitch for you. I think you're going to enjoy this. Right. So, um, I I saw a lot of movies. I saw, what did I see? And Keely help me out. Spider-Man? Spider-Man Far From Home was probably the first movie that I saw in the past two weeks. Um, and and I still don't know, I think I'm going to do a poll here in a second when it comes to like, do one people, should we use spoilers or not? Do people want to hear yeah, spoilers or not. That's
1: a very spoiler heavy movie. Spider-Man spoilers? For instance, like I would be sensitive about it. Like yes. if I hadn't seen
0: it yet. Um, I got a I got a poll going about Spider Man spoilers. I think the poll is up. I can see it, but yes, yeah, people can answer it. You might not be, cool.
1: be like aware of this, but it's truly insane what Disney did in the United States. So they lined up a bunch of releases from their other studios. So like mm-hmm. they own uh, 20th Century Studios, well, that used to be 20th Century Fox, right? Yeah. Uh, they own a bunch of these studios, and so they released a a, a lot of these movies, like including Encanto and. And uh, West Side Story, like they released all of these movies at the same time, to f- because the slots are limited, right? Like you, you have to 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 do it like months in advance. So they already knew that uh, Spider Man was was going to be the the um, the big release for this season. So they lined up all of these movies. They filled up all the slots with all of these movies, which are Disney movies, right? And they set them up to fail, just beca- just so Spider-Man can have like a better weekend. It looks yeah, even it, better. It is. It's con- like the definition of like controlled opposition, right? Yeah. Like, like all you look at all of the movies, and they're basically like either owned or like directly or indirectly uh, by Marvel. It's uh, sorry, by Disney.
0: The definition of a, uh, a monopoly. monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, but it's but it,
1: it is it is like it's not it's weird because like they don't control the. The distributors, right? Mm-hmm. That, that that's like a long-standing uh, law in the United States that they're not like the the producers of movies are not supposed to distribute them. Mm-hmm. Theater, right? They're not supposed to or uh, show them. I guess they can distribute them, just not show them. Yeah. Um. But what happened is like you would go to a multiplex, and it's like all ten rooms, uh, all ten uh, Cineplex uh, theaters are Spider Man. You know, no Mm -hmm. um so it's like you know it's it is quite insane uh but the movie is like i went to see it here in portugal i went to see it on the sunday after it uh you know premiered uh because the like it was full like it was full for months
0: i'm very surprised that you didn't go on the um, on the opening night i guess you didn't get it didn't jump there early enough
1: like uh you there was like a pre premiere thing Mm -hmm. where you could like you know, see it on Wednesday. Uh, but the thing was, like, it was already sold out. Like, in, like I'm not gonna see, you know, uh, this. If, if I'm going to a movie in the pandemic times, right, I'm not gonna see a movie in the goddamn first row on the far end left or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I want a decent seat and yeah. I have uh, IMAX seats for like the the middle, you know, row G. So like it was. It's pretty good. It's like uh or E, maybe I don't know. It was like the fifth or sixth. Hmm. Um so it's like really good seats, completely immersed, can't see anything but the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh great IMAX experience. Uh I had a lot of fun. I think so. How are we on the spoilers?
0: No spoilers. Uh we're 50-50. No okay. But we gotta that, em- means, that means no spoilers. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> completely respect this. Even if I think even if the poll was more than 50-50, uh i had There's emma like one person come on yeah exactly emma's on the on the chat hey emma and hey lord March mickey hey emma emma's saying she hasn't watched the spider-man movie so we're not going to spoil spider-man okay. movie so i'm
1: i'm i'm not going to go into plot details yes spoiler free zone what i'm going to say is i think it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh i think it has a lot of i don't think it's better than the previous ones. Hmm. I think a lot of people are going to like it more because it does things that the others couldn't do. Mm-hmm. But I I actually think like, because they're trying to do so much, uh, it's actually like worse in terms of like tone and plot and, hmm. you know, like all of like consistency because they're like pulling from a lot of like different influences. So it's, it's very, uh, it's all over the place basically because they're trying to respect a lot of different source material
0: yeah yeah the um, thing the thing that makes the movie special a lot of people came out of the movie saying greatest movie ever and everything and i'm like i understand why it, you're saying it's this it's the thing but, but it's the the thing that makes the movie special is a very emotional thing yes you know so yes. so people are very emotionally connected to the thing that makes yes. the movie special but That's, then when you really think about it you know, it's a great but, movie we're not burying it it's great is it i different? loved it
1: is it earned? Is it earned? Yeah, in movie. But does it, is it like a reference that you understand?
0: But right? does it need to be earned? Well, for you, it, it does. does because no, you okay. you respect the art. Okay, no, but but it's different. Uh, are we not are we so, not out here to have a good experience and to make money? So it's like so, wrestling, right? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> did the I, crowd enjoy it? <laughs> the, the crowd did enjoy it. <laughs> and they did
1: pay for it, so it is a good it is a good movie. Yeah, uh, in that sense, right? Um, no, but I, I'll just say this: I think the Marvel movies have for a while now uh, kind of been able to make the most of this like shared universe, right? This, you know, expanded universe um, because it, it really works so well. When you when you get to this scale, like so many shared universes have, have failed mm-hmm. already, right? Do you remember the dark universe, the universal monsters shared universe that they were trying to make happen?
0: When? With, no, I don't.
1: Like Dracula untold and... Uh, Like they wanted to do a Wolfman movie and like, they had all these actors lined up like Russell Crowe and Brad Pitt or not Brad Pitt, but uh, Tom Cruise, the mummy, the the Tom Cruise mummy movie. Mm -hmm. Right. So like all of these movies were supposed to be like a Marvel like shared universe.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. This wasn't Marvel. This was someone else trying to do these, these
1: other people trying to get in on the action. Right. Okay. Okay. Shared universe action. But you know like they're not marvel yeah these movies are not as good like so that's the thing like all of these i think one that kind of d- were, was able to do it uh is uh, fast and furious mm-hmm. like franchise i think they were kind of like able to do it i think like even the dc movies even though they're like they're just all over the place right so they're i don't think they're it's 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 a harder case to make that you like you need to watch this other movie, all these other movies to understand, uh, you know, the Suicide Squad, right? Like, you, Which was
0: one of the movies that watch... I saw.
1: It was really good. I, yeah. really, I really liked it.
0: Let me, let me give you a list. Let me give you a list of the movies that I saw. Kelly was okay. dropping them on a the chat as well, because she knows, right? So I started with Spider-Man and then we just went on from there. I don't remember exactly the order we did this in, but it was Wonder Woman 1984, Suicide Squad, and i think when it comes to superhero movies that's all we saw and then we saw in the heights the uh, that's so much fun yeah uh, and um the christmas carol which is which is the movie that i want like to talk about one? the no the muppets one the good one. Oh. good. <laughs> the was. good one okay christmas carol okay. all right here we go let me,
1: let me let me do let me do let me finish the spider-man thing
0: yes 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 yes
1: sorry um, so what I'm, what I'm going to say is I saw, a, I, I saw a really good Twitter take, hmm. which was, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be like Shrek in the sense that people are going to look back on it worse than it is because of the doors that it opens.
0: hmm Because, Ooh. Mm. do you
1: know what, it, what this person is saying?
0: I I I don't I don't know what like, they're referring to but I'm like a,
1: a lot of people are going to think oh now we can do
0: this Oh I see what you mean. Oh okay. It,
1: it will be not as well done. Mm-hmm. Not as earned as it was. I would say it did it, it, they did earn it. The a lot of the moments they did earn it. Mm-hmm. Even though they kind of depend on you know outside movie stuff. I you know I'm I'm a huge huge um you know, comic book guy, nerd, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. So like a lot of the stuff I was like, you know, uh, love it. My, did, did your, uh, movie theater, did they, people pass?
0: So I, they? I went to see it in Richmond at this like old, I don't know if it's Richmond, historic, Virginia. <laughs> no Richmond, West London, um, at this, uh, at this, uh, like it was dude, you saw it. I swear to God that used to be a theater where they used to do operas okay cuz like uh, a fancy theater yeah like a fancy theater and he had like the you know the there's always in a like freaking opera yeah balcony, balcony and but like okay so the balcony it wasn't be the royal one there, right? no but not from the perspective of the audience but from the stage the stage had a balcony oh damn so they could do performances and stuff i really think that that, that used sense. to be like a theater in cinema I, I don't know i'm, I'm super guessing no, like here
1: like you could do the romeo and juliet balcony
0: scene right? exactly right? right i was um the, the screen itself was small though, but it didn't ruin the experience. It was fine. It wasn't like I'm X, whatever, but it was, okay. it was, it was good. Um, so I felt there was a few people that started it too, but there was like a majority of the room that were like, shut up. <laughs> right. When there was like the pops, when it was moments for pops, there was like, there was, it was very like shy. If shy, like, yeah, yeah! as in like, you guys mind if I, it's like one or two yeah. people like trying to do something, but then no one else yeah. join in. No, uh,
1: but like, I didn't, I didn't join in, uh, but- Did yours get it? Did you guys have it? Oh, so much. Like, really? but this is like, so basically the IMAX crowd hmm. in, this is like one of the biggest malls in Lisbon, right? So it's a very, yeah. you know, uh, it's like, it's always like really full and stuff right mm-hmm. so it's 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 a very specific crowd if you're gonna spend you know i don't know 11 and a half euros i don't know I, i'm maybe that's cheap for, <laughs> it for is, the UK. Right? it is
0: cheap with uk but but
1: you have to realize that the normal ticket here like with the discounts and stuff it's like five three euros right? so i do go going to three now for the Amex, yeah right yeah um so, yeah, so like three and a half euros was the normal ticket to IMAX is like a 1150. So like the conversion, you know, pound to euro is not like one to one, but it's similar. You Almost. Kind of get an idea. Right. Um, but the thing is, like people who are, who are willing to pay this, they're, you know, they're like, they're, like big they're big the big
0: ones player. who are going to pop when it's time yeah, to pop in the pop. movie. Yeah. So
1: like it, it wasn't as insane as Endgame because also I went to see Endgame in like the first day but the fact that like on Sunday we were still getting pops. Right. So it, it was still like a non casual audience. Right. And the, because of the COVID rules, you have to have like a space between the seats. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, th- I think that's why we were still getting, you know, the, the hardcore audience. Yeah. Uh, uh, you have to stagger right? it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of because, course. because it, it kind of, you know, it's, it's fewer seats per session. Mm-hmm. total. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I had a lot of fun. That's Good, that's, I had a lot like of I fun say. too. I, I, there's like a lot of stuff. So, you know, for instance, there's like a lot of stuff that if you look back, right, it's kind of like a cool thing, but the implications are not cool. Mm. Right? So, for instance, like in Rogue One, can, I'm not sure if it's a spoiler for Rogue One, but let's just say It's this. been a
0: while, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's been a while. But I'm just going to say this. So they bring back certain characters. They also do this in uh rise of skywalker they bring back certain characters which the actors are have been dead for a while right Mm. so it's and they do like the little motion capture there's a bit of uncanny valley thing going on right where they're it's like it's realistic but it's you kind of still can tell it's cgi Mm. um but it's like a weird precedent right because in the context of star wars it's like well they're they're not going to recast the actor to play that role right because it's not a guy under a mask. It's like, you know, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a person people recognize, they recognize from the old movies. Guy's been dead for like 30 years. Um so the thing is, like what if, you know, like you've perfected this technology, you've kind of, you know, poured it down the 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 throats of of um, the audiences, right? Like saying, you know, well wow, with a bit of sugar, here's this new technology, we can get dead actors now. Hmm. Right? But think of the implications like for instance did you know that robin williams like specifically had in his will that uh his his like likeness couldn't be used for 60 years
0: i didn't know that but that's good
1: so yeah it's good because he realized that with you know he's a very savvy guy uh but he realized that like with technology right they would be able to eventually you know reproduce you know people would pass away right so you could just instead of because the thing that sells a lot of these movies nowadays is like, well, you know, it's not like comics, right? Uh, yeah. You Like Spider-Man can be Peter Parker for 60 years, right? And it's, and maybe he goes from high school to college and maybe he gets a job later, right? He, there's like, you know, every five years, a year passes, something like that. But, you know, he's, he's not going to be old unless it's like a alternate future story. Right? Yeah. So, you know, like, can anybody else really be Tony Stark? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, what if, you know, I don't know, like 30 years from
0: Well, now, not in this universe.
1: Yeah, not in this universe. Yeah. Uh, but you know, same thing with like Chad Boseman, you know, ROP. like, uh, like, can it, like, I think I've heard that he wanted to be it to be recast, but I th- I don't think they're going to recast it. Yeah. As, like the T'Challa character. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, there are like other Black Panthers they can use, right? It doesn't have to be t- specifically T'Challa. Yeah. But the whole thing is like well like where does it stop right like what's what's in bad taste here yeah
0: like, where, yeah 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 like
1: how soon is too soon
0: yeah 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 of course
1: because in theory like you could have like the original avengers cast forever now
0: you can just right cgi just... their faces on someone else's exactly. body yeah you can
1: get someone who's you know you can get the what's the guy's name golem actor uh you know what i'm talking about the, the actor who does golem right what's his name I don't know. I I can only think of Aaron Sorkin and I know that's Andy circus. That's uh, so like Andy circus, right? Mm. You can get whoever's the Andy circus of like 30 years from now. Mm -hmm. And he's like really good at doing a Robert Downey Jr. impression. Mm -hmm. And you know, or maybe they can just, you know, algorithms will advance. So Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. I think I think that's like, also, fake actors, non union.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Have to pay
1: them as oh,
0: here we go. The economics of making a successful movie, I'm, you know, I'm saying, I'm saying
1: like, you know, South like, Park was right.
0: South Park was right. Their Mickey Mouse has always been the right one. Yeah, <laughs> I've been yeah. watching that so, as well.
1: So you were saying like all the other movies.
0: you saw? Yeah, so I saw that. I think I think I made the list. I did all the list, yeah, basically. Did you, like,
1: did you like Wonder Woman
0: 84? I liked Wonder Woman 84. It was very curious to see Wonder Woman 84 and then see Suicide Squad. Mm, and okay, movies. yeah, but the reason why I say this is the portrayal of Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman 1984, especially, and even compared to Wonder Woman in other movies mm. and Harley like Quinn. Movies, right? Yeah, and Harley Quinn in all the other. Um, sorry, Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad, especially the specific parts where she's standing out, right? Yeah. Um, I think, like, I mean, it's been. They- it's been over a year. I think no one's gonna like be mad at us if we spoil those. It's been over a year, right? Um, or if we go into details on those. Um and but like all right. just, just do I really this need test. just pause it just now if you don't want yeah, and then come back and listen to it. Yeah, do we really need for the main plot of a Wonder Woman movie to be about the fact that she can get over the man? And... Isn't, isn't the plot like, women be jelly? Yeah, and even worse than this, right? Even worse than this. The guy is the one that says we can't keep doing this. Mm. He's the one that says, Oh, man, I hate it. Hate it, hate it. Neither, I don't hate it, but anyway. But then on the other hand, here you are seeing Harley Quinn getting out by herself. You know? And yeah. then seeing them, they're about to go and save them. And there's still a bit of the Woman there, but they, she's still the, the... You know, she's still but like the wonder woman one strong is such woman such a weird plot like magic wishing rock what the hell uh, you can do anything right and i appreciate dc not going super realistic with it you know like marvel tries well, to be as realistic as possible
1: like i'm look, i'm fine with
0: keyword possible you
1: know i'm i'm fine with fantastical elements obviously mm. right
0: you know <laughs> oh so you just think it was can... it was very too open there was no rules to that because yeah, there was no rules yeah, to that rock th-
1: that's the thing like i like when you're doing i think when you're doing of like fantastic sci-fi universe. And there's really like two directions you can go, right? Mm-hmm. You can either be like very, very vague about it, right? And it's and it's kind of interesting because you you kind of want to know more. So I think like for instance, Dune, I don't know if you saw that one, but I think Dune oh, yes. has a lot of stuff that it doesn't explain. And it's good that it doesn't explain because it, it makes you more curious about the world, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you're doing things, I think like, Marvel movies and, you know, stuff like Harry Potter and stuff, like, you kind of need to set some ground rules uh, because then the audience is going to be like, why doesn't he just use the magic stone to whatever movement, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why, why doesn't the alternate universe whatever come back and from the dead and blah, blah, blah? You know, like, you start getting all of these, you know, like, it was a good thing they destroyed the, the, the stones, right? Because mm-hmm. now there's, like, a little fewer time travel shenanigans and you know like you you kind of you can still do it right you it's established that you can do it right with the quantum verse and all that but you know and they do have magic so
0: but all about those about. all those that was device to solve all those problems the narrative brought up and now you don't want to keep that device as an option. You want to, if you're going to tell new stories, you need to let go of everything that was left behind. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also think that um, um, suicide squad is a very fan service um, movie specifically for people who like um, Robbie Margaret's feet. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've heard of that, but
0: there's a, um, there's, I'm like, I'm watching that movie and I'm like, there's a lot of people very happy with this. There, I'm sure there's a Reddit, right not right now, but as soon as the movie came out, I'm sure there's one or two Reddit threads. A, that, lot, a lot of uh, like new entries on feed Yes, exactly. Because because uh, like James Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah, you know Billy Gunn's brother. Uh, he, he's uh, part of the Gun Club. I he's gonna kind of part of the Gun Club. Yes, absolutely. He was very. I think he was very cute when he was bringing it to the next chapter and using the scenario to like write stuff. That was very cute, <laughs> right? That well, was I cool. Think,
1: like, there's a lot of stuff that looks like really thought out. Mm. You know, clearly he's put a lot of, like, love into yeah. like, a lot of care. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, he's doing something, I think he understands, he understood the source material better as well, mm-hmm. right, the spirit of it. Yeah. If you, if you remember the original one, it's like, you don't really get the feeling that anyone can die, right? I mean, here it's like, well, like Harley Quinn just sells too much merch and stuff like she's 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 not going to get the the she's not going to get
0: buried let's yeah. It that way. yeah you're not going to get rid uh, of yeah harley rid- harley cena absolutely not but
1: but yeah harley <laughs> harley cena uh harley reigns uh <laughs> right like well there's like harley race right that would be the
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be a good one yeah uh
1: but you know harley race lost right eventually yeah um but anyway like the, the whole thing is um so that's why it was smart to like get all of these new characters like i think you have like captain boomerang and rick flag from the previous ones right yeah. i don't think there's any other recurring ones right
0: no I think, yep. was it, is this is this a bit of a like a do-over of the first one as well was it like was it was it like whoever was going like ah, all right But the first, the like, first like, thing that needs to happen is we need to kill them all because screw whatever happened before let's just start over
1: so, like the first one is, is has like a very funny backstory, like not funny for the people involved, but hmm. the whole thing was David Ayers, <laughs> who was like a weird, um, did a lot of like gritty crime movies hmm. because he like used to live in LA when it was there was a lot of crime. So, he always does these movies with like weird, you know, Latin gang uh, stereotypes and stuff because like that's, you know, you know, where he gets a lot of ideas from, I guess. Hmm. So he was trying to do this, like, really gritty, um, uh, like, crime thing, very realistic, because that was kind of the tone of the, of the DC movie. Yeah. But then it was like, you know, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, and uh, they get this, you know, marketing team to do their new trailer, and they come out with a Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, right, which was, like really fun and like people got really excited about it. Like it looked really good. It's a really good edited trailer, um, really well edited. Right. And so the thing was DC panicked, hmm. like, oh, like, you know, Batman V Superman's not making the money <laughs> that we thought. And people are like, use,
0: use the real name. Who? The real name of that movie.
1: Uh, the Dawn of Justice?
0: No, Batman Bean Superman.
1: <laughs> Batman V Superman. Um, uh, yeah, so th- th- they're basically saying, you know, like, th- like maybe people don't like the, the you know, dark and gritty uh, movies. So, you know, they take the movie from the director, right? And they say, we're going to give your movie, your entire movie, all of the shots that you took, and we're going to give it to this marketing team to edit, right? So, you know, imagine like you're a creator, right? And someone's saying... You know, like this, you know, like we're going to get the marketing team to do to do your movie. Yeah, uh, it is ins- like, it, you know, can you imagine like the WWE uh, character pitch meetings, right? Where they give you the, the names like Chili McIce, whatever, the you know, what were the Stone Cold names?
0: Um, uh, oh, crap. Icy um, McChill. Yeah, there was something Snowy, like Snowy that. Yeah, Snowy
1: Snowy McDeath, like whatever the, the, the <laughs> names that they have for like Stone Cold. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, imagine if those guys got to make the decision, right? Mm-hmm. Would have been insane. Yeah. Right? So, so basically, uh, you go see the movie, and it's completely edited in a way that it's like, you know, video clip after video clip, like, every, uh, there's like a, a record drop, right? Like, like, um, like, every, you know, three minutes, right? Because, like, they're so unsure of the material, they're mm-hmm. so unconfident in it. Yeah, they're thinking, well, this will help people like get through the next scene and get through the boredom and like you know like when they drop like Slim Shady when the they're getting the um, the their equipment on or something like that like and it's very jarring because you clearly see that there are like these clashing visions like it was clearly supposed to be a very gritty movie mm-hmm. and and you know they're like and they did it again with the with the Justice League movie Justice right? League movie because they were doing the very serious movie and then Joss Whedon comes in and reshoots and does a bunch of, like, quippy Marvel stuff, um, which, you know, normally I would like, but I think he's kind of, like, fallen out of grace right now. Mm. Like, there was a lot of, like, backstage drama and stuff. I don't think people like working with him anymore. Um, but, and, like, maybe it's fallen out of fashion, like, all that style. Yeah. Uh, or it's just turned into, like, everything is that now. Like, so so <laughs> it's, like, it, it doesn't seem fresh anymore.
0: Yeah, right? yeah. So, like, basically, he... um yeah, they, they are trying, they're panicking a little bit with the first movie, they gave it to the marketing yeah. team and they had no idea. So it was just like, okay, James so, Gunn, just do a good one
1: here. So, so they just got the perfect opportunity handed to the, like the biggest fumble in, in like, you know, movie history. Uh, it's like, you know, imagine WWE, like they get this huge hit with, with, you know, I don't want to say like John Cena because he would be like something they could easily recognize the value of, mm-hmm. but like CM Punk or, or Daniel Bryan, imagine like, like, you know, he gets canceled on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And which was what happened to James Gunn, right? Someone like oh, yeah. got some old tweets, which were like some bad jokes uh and like this they did this really bad faith campaign on him and disney was like oh uh, this is gonna touch our profits like people you know uh, uh, disney cannot be seen where a family friendly company because because
0: james gunn was doing gardens of the galaxy
1: he was he right done Guardians he galaxy, did
0: gardens right? of the galaxy yeah okay One, which
1: is this huge hit it was the first time they got these completely you know like like iron man was not a huge character before the movies mm-hmm. it was like c tier yes yeah. you know c lister in terms of like the comics right he gets like in the comics he gets killed not even by thanos it's the girlfriend of thanos who kills him hmm. right that just pops his head off like he's not Spoilers. considered to be well you know <laughs> this is like comics with like 25 years but, you know. um but it's like he's not even the main character right yeah. he's not even you know he's not he's not one of the top guys right but so they were able to turn him into a top guy but the whole thing with guardians is like these were never popular characters right same thing like with the eternals now but i think like even eternals are like even less well known right and i don't i don't think like they were i don't know i don't know if you've seen that one i haven't seen Eternals. though. it was it was fine whatever mm. doesn't matter but the thing is like like these are like really obscure characters and they don't know if they're gonna like those are like the biggest risks for marvel right in terms of you know like one thing is like you get the hulk movie you get the captain america movie you get the you know spider-man those are like easy like if they ever get to x-men which it probably will those are going to be huge despite themselves like even venom which was like i don't like the venom movies but the like these characters were huge in the 90s yeah like awesome design that sells like by itself it sells a lot And, and tom hardy's really fun in those movies um but the thing is like imagine you know them fumbling and like okay well i guess we have to fire you know daniel bryan we have to fire james gunn and then the biggest competitor just immediately scoops them up right mm-hmm. and and just says well we're gonna make su- the suicide squad sequel and you know james Gunn, goes, well i guess i don't have a contract with disney anymore so i guess i can do whatever the hell i want mm-hmm. and they got an apology for for he got an apology from disney and he got um, to make, you know, Guardians 2 and now Guardians 3. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know. Oh, okay, so that's the timeline. All right. Yeah. So, and is, is he back on the Disney train? Full oh yeah, time? absolutely. He's gonna do he's Guardians not,
1: 3. I think... Uh,
0: okay, I but think he's not he's not working TV? with DC anymore then?
1: I don't know. I
0: mean... Oh, but he, may, maybe, maybe what he got was the ability to not be exclusive then. Let's go then.
1: Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. Like, he's not exclusive anymore. He also mm-hmm. did like a bunch of other side projects like Brightburn and... I think there was another one which I don't forget. Mm. Right is like the what if Superman was
0: evil thing. Yeah. Superboy, I guess. Superboy. Right. Uh, yeah. The number one movie I want to talk about though. Is Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Okay. And I and I I'm watching that movie and I figured something out. I know why I hate so if you why you
1: hate what? <laughs> what you
0: hate? I hate kermit the Frog. No. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did a show a couple of weeks ago, and I'm gonna put a clip of that on the on my vlog uh, soon. When I'm talking about like what what is considered a Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Quickly, three categories, right? Movies that are seen at Christmas or Christmas time: Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. OK, right, the Harry true. Potter's a big thing here, like New Year's or whatever. There's marathons, or yeah. whatever. Lord of the Rings is the thing in Portugal. always has been right when it comes to like yeah. Christmas movies that aren't Christmas. Yeah.
1: And the uh, sound of uh, the, what's the sound of music,
0: sound of music was... is a very good example. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so it's not like a Christmas movie because of the plot. But it is always people always. Show people
0: always exactly. Yeah. Never seen Sound of Music, by the way. Uh, uh,
1: well, Home Alone is, is both.
0: Will will. Yeah, will will. That, that kind of touches on a pitch that I want to send you later. Anyways. Second, uh, category movies, which that the, where the plot happens at Christmas, even mm-hmm. though it's not about Christmas, right? So die hard. Love Actually. Okay. And everyone, if everyone says Love Actually is a Christmas movie, there's like a general agreement that Love Actually is a Christmas movie. Then by the same yeah. token, Die Hard is a Christmas movie is a Christmas because record. they're both in the same category. And I do agree that this category makes the movie a Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Then is a the third category, which is hor- like these movies are always bad, which is movies about Christmas right?
1: like the hallmark and then there's like a bunch of Netflix ones.
0: It's the worst right and then the other day like he was watching it in the house and I could just I was doing some work and I could hear it and it's horrible And I could do, like, as soon as, in ten minutes into the movie, I know exactly what the movie is, right? It's like, oh, here's a teenager that is starting to become a teenager. There's problems in the family. Um, Christmas isn't the same thing it used to be when they were a kid. And the family is changing, and they're starting to realize that there's changes in the family. And they don't get it. And then Christmas is overrated. And then eventually, by the end of the day, they realize that it doesn't really matter what happens. It's all about the family spirit and the Christmas spirit and all that. It's... Bollocks. it's horrible right and here's why it's horrible i'm watching that movie and i figure out why it's horrible even though i've seen a christmas carol before even though i acted in a in a performance of the christmas carol all right. I was. Wait. Well, yeah. When I was in scouts, I was, uh, was eleven, it? I think. I was the. I was Kermit the Frog. I, I don't know the characters' names. Um, what was so the,
1: the, the Kermit character?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, okay. I believe that's what I was. Yes, definitely not. I, I, I remember who was playing Tiny Tim. Uh, yes, he right. was the tiniest guy we had there. Um, <laughs> of course. Right. Um, and. Even though I've known this story forever, only watching that movie I realized why movies on this third category all suck. It's because they're all trying to tell the Christmas Carol story, but they can't because you cannot tell the Christmas Carol story better than one, what Charles Dinkin- Dickens did a long time ago, and two, dare I say, the way the Muppets told the Christmas Carol story. Absolutely. I Absolutely. think after watching this movie, I honestly believe, and and I'm going to make a petition for this, Everyone should stop trying to make movies about Christmas because you're never going to get a new one, a good one. Never. It's never going to be good because people will watch it and halfway through, even if subconsciously, they will compare it to A Christmas Carol. They will compare it to the Muppets version of A Christmas Carol and they will know that what they're watching will never be able to compare to that movie. (laughs) It will never be good. Never, ever. So immediately the spirit of Christmas gets deflated away from them. You know, because because they immediately realized they're watching a cheap copy and what they should have done is just watch the freaking Christmas Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol for the for like the 30th time instead of watching a bullshit comparison, you know, yeah, bad version of like,
1: it. Watered, watered down, um, impure.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> bad. It's like, I'm like,
1: bad copy.
0: listen, you know me, right? I, I have no time to this Christmas spirit bullshit. Okay. No time whatsoever. I, I hate it. Hate it with a passion, right? A passion. I hate it with a passion. Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Just, <laughs> passion of the Christmas Christ. That's that's more of an Easter thing. <laughs> yes. You know, it, uh, hate um, it, right? Yeah. Um great movie. Okay? And the thing and the thing that grabs the me songs. from The, the Songs are very good, even though the version that I saw, I saw the Disney Plus version, which doesn't yeah. have and it's a shame that it doesn't have they cut, a song? They cut the um, the heartbreak song the song where oh. the 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 female uh girlfriend leaves him why they i don't know but uh, because apparently like
1: the, like, I, an insensitive cultural no no no
0: i think it's because so from the little bit that i saw um was uh the theatrical version the 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 version that was released to theaters cut that song because oh, they yeah. saw the movie and they were like, this song, kids are not going to get it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? When they, they definitely it's would. It's a downer, cut it. Exactly, right? Okay. But then I guess like in DVD versions, whatever, that song was there. So I had to go online. I realized that a song was there uh, when I was watching Cinema Sins. I realized that a song was there and I had to go back and, and like well, go on YouTube and see the song. And I could see where the edit was made and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that I did because it's a big part of scrooge's character right it's really
1: weird because like in streaming services like why don't they just have both versions i don't know you know like they could right so because that's i think that's a like some services are starting to do that Mm -hmm. right uh where it's like for instance i think disney plus has a lot of you know like backstage documentaries Mm -hmm. featurettes you know so like they they have a lot of the extras that you would have on a you know dvd set right Hmm. Um, maybe not the deleted scenes, but that's, that's the thing that frustrates me because like, as people are kind of like moving on from, you know, uh, DVDs and Blu-rays and all that, like, and, and just having streaming services, like, I don't, I don't remember the last time I bought a DVD or Blu-ray, I guess, mm-hmm. um, like as they do that, you're kind of losing all of this stuff. Um, you know, maybe some of it ends up online, like it's promotional material. But but it, it is kind of a shame that you, you know, it's it's not as easy to find. Um, but so about the Muppet Christmas Carol, did you know that?
0: Can I tell you, a- can I tell you before you give me that piece of trivia? Can I tell you that the thing that grabbed me in the movie?
1: Yeah,
0: it's the cabbages in the beginning.
1: Oh, they're so <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's
0: it broke me. It broke right. me. Right. So I am going into this movie like I go to every Christmas movie ever since I Stancy. I because I, I like the problem the problem with this is that people keep saying Home Alone is the greatest Christmas movie of all time and Home Alone is horrible horrible what a horrible plot and the reason and the reason why people say like it's a it's a greatest movie christmas movie of all time is because the message i'm like what is the message think about the message home alone for a second right dude is bullied by his entire family he's left behind by parents that don't care about he's punished by something that he didn't do and he shouldn't have been punished for right (laughs) parents leave him behind and then at the end of the the story is that Someone kind of apologizes and he takes the apology and then things move on. And then they do too, where the story is the exact same one. No one learned the lesson. It's true. They apologized and then they proved that the apology was empty because there was no effort to try and change anything. The story is, the story is, accept that these people are shitty towards you. You should, because they have the same DNA as you. What a horrible story hate home alone and the fact that like everyone then i've always had skeptical because of this every time they go oh look at this christmas movie i went in skeptical and in 45 seconds those sons of bitches get me by having cabbages <laughs> <laughs> screaming that they're being abducted and i was not expecting that i'm like it is a great movie it punched me in the gut and there's this joke right after that one i don't remember which one it is
1: oh but it's constant like the movie is very well paced, mm-hmm. like there, there's like no dull moments, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And it's filled with like such like quick joke after quick joke. It's very good.
0: Hayden, Home Alone is horrible. I will bury Home Alone six feet deep happily, happily. Great things about it, but it's horrible, horrible. Um, you ridiculous. you were going to say, me tell me something about The Christmas Carol.
1: No, I was it's not about The Muppet Christmas Carol. I just realized that there's like a new Netflix show that's called Carol. Mm-hmm. And it's about like it's like a a gritty again gritty with the gritty what's with the gritty, again it's like a a gritty like horror movie version of and it's like a show it's not a movie, of the Christmas Carol.
0: Apparently, all it needs to be horrible is the Ghost of Christmas Future. Apparently, like everyone that saw it when they were a yeah, kid was a scared one. about it, right? Yeah, that's a spooky one. I need to clarify that this was the first time that I saw Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, I could. Yeah, tell. I it's it's. And, uh,
1: and uh, you're a grown ass man. Yeah, you look at me. That's you know. That's the power of this movie. The movie's <laughs> like from 1980 something. Yeah. You know what makes the movie great as well? Alfred. Uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> the, is, he is not hamming it up. He is playing it as straight as he can. That is that is a like he is that's a testament of uh, how good an actor he is. Where he will you know straight up, look at Kermit, right? Mm-hmm. And he will deliver a line like so heartbreakingly, like he's talking to, you know, Christian Bale or whatever. Mm. Right. He, and, it, and for him, it's the same. He does not care.
0: Yeah, he's he is, no, he's he than that thing. And the, it, it, great and nothing. And it works like I'm sure it was the director that is like, you need to be the opposite of what all these other characters yeah. are doing a, to stand out from the straight man. Yeah. Straight man to yeah. the
1: comic foil that is all the muppets. The but other it, joke it, has to, it needs the, that to work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he does a great job at it. The other joke that completely broke me was <laughs> Sorry, because I'm seeing it right now and it's insane. When when Kermit asks um Alfred I'm going to continue to use these names from other yes. places right so all when, the other characters yes. yes when Kermit asks uh, ah what's another uh, character King. Kermit's oh. uh, played that would be even funnier it's like anyways uh, when 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 can uh, workshop this
1: later on. yes is,
0: when Kermit asks Michael Kane when he asks Scrooge uh, that their the, his workers are feeling cold and they ask for another coal and uh, and he's screeching something about like they can be called in the unemployment line, and he merely cuts to all the rats that put in the egg Kermit to ask, wearing like sombreros and tropical clothes and doing a tropical dance. That broke me. That broke me. Like those are like in great jokes. And uh, the reason why I saw that movie is because uh, Sir Lariato on Twitter was gifting the movie, and. Oh. Um, and then he, I think I think it was him or he retweeted it. But I think it was him that said like top five background uh, Muppets on the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me find the tweet. Actually, let me make sure that I that I, I say them properly.
1: Who's your favorite
0: Muppet? I don't have a favorite Muppet like that because I haven't watched Muppet that much. Wrong. Yeah. Um...
1: It's Kermit. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> um, I, I do it. Like, I do I a really kind like... of a good Kermit. I don't. I don't. I, like, I, can I try really
1: it. like Gonzo. I really like Fozzie Bear. Uh, These
0: all sound like wrestlers. <laughs> Fozzie there. <laughs>
1: Makes sense. There's like both Fozzie, like a Fozzie related to wrestling, and also there's like Bear Bronson, and mm-hmm. there's like Bear Country, right? Those are wrestlers. Um, and uh, like is Gonzo? Gonzo sounds like a very indie wrestler. Um, Gonzo the Great. Mm. Uh, sounds like a you know comedy wrestling guy. Uh, I'm pretty sure Gonzo has wrestled before. The, the Blue Eagle the thing, guys.
0: the Blue Eagle. Is this supposed to be like a beacon of American patriotism? Yeah,
1: he's, he's, uh, yeah.
0: He's supposed the, to be Uncle Sam, but in a, as an eagle.
1: Yeah. He's like a jingoistic patriotic, you know, not necessarily conservative, but yeah, you know, like a ultra American uh, parody.
0: I presume that was the case when, um, when he said something, something, American, something, and he had to be corrected to British.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm like, okay, he would say American, that so this is what the character is. I like that, he's, like... He's Sam the
1: Eagle, right?
0: Oh, there's another great tweet here where it's like, um, <laughs> uh, uh, someone, ed- like the shot of one night, one sleep till Christmas, and someone went, someone edits still uh, be Nitro into it. I'm gonna show <laughs> it on the stream in a second. I just wanna find the original tweet here first, because... Uh, <laughs> How would
1: they... How would the
0: WCW uh, Nitro? Like, oh, it's, uh, it's been done. Higher? It's been done. I'll show you. Please Once try. you see it, it will make plenty of sense. I just need to get myself to why does he retweet himself so much? Because it's great. I get it. But uh, I tried to like do a search, but I'm horrible at doing Twitter searches. Yeah. I hope this is good radio. All right. Uh, yes. What's your thoughts on In the Heights, Guillermo?
1: In the Heights is a fine movie. It's very interesting because I think we're... Uh, getting to a bit of uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda saturation in our society, right? Where maybe he could, like, you know, take a couple of years
0: off. Uh, <laughs> maybe you could just fuck off <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. No, no, no. But, like, well,
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be fair to him, right? The thing is... So, I also saw, like, Encanto, so, which is also... Uh, the songs are also written by him. It
0: was seen in the house, but I haven't seen it yet.
1: Um, And I think that's on Disney Plus now as well. Yeah. But, but, so, In the Heights is... Is like his first big musical before Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you sort of it's like I think all of the adaptations that they've done from the stage version to the to the film version are very good. Very smart choices. The 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 movie had to be sort of like updated a bit because it's supposed to be said in the originally that in the 90s and now it's you know it's more it's more recent. Uh, more, you know, modern t- type thing, but like the songs are just very catchy and that's the thing. So like in the Heights, I think it was like four years in development, Hamilton took like eight years to write. Mm-hmm. Right. And these are like absolute, you know, genre defining, I mean, especially Hamilton, like genre defining, uh, I mean, Hamilton is easily like the biggest musical ever. Yeah. Like even if you t- take into account like stuff like cats or, you know, stuff like that, like it is the biggest musical ever. Mm-hmm uh and you know it's then you have stuff like well you know it was it was fun like the songs he did moana uh and he did he did like vivo as well which is like a smaller movie um but like these movies they have like a like a non-disney movie right so these movies have like a really quick turnover right Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you have to like write them and, in, in like, develop them in, like, one year, mm-hmm. right? Um, less than that, probably, right? So you're starting to... to I see you've sent me... The yes,
0: things. it's the tweets I'm going to put uh, on the stream in a second.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a bit, you know, like, you start... It's like when you're overexposed to something, you you kind of uh, get to start seeing, like, the structure and, like, his tricks, you know, like, his his song patterns they start getting a bit not fresh right so i think he needs to like take a little sabbatical and
0: yeah it's like it's like bands their first albums are great and then they're pushed to rush the second album and stuff right exactly the
1: sophomore slump and all that but like it's not like he's already like very talented and very
0: um he's great
1: you know uh uh he's, he's he really understands like the, the genres and the tools that he's working with. Yeah. Uh, uh like, I don't know, like, like I didn't love Tick Tick Boom for instance, although the songs aren't his, mm. uh, it's just directed by him. It's an Andrew Garfield, you know, that movie it's like about, it's about no. the guy who made rent.
0: I I, I anyway. found out who Andrew, I'm, I'm not going to say this. Um, nice. so, but but I think but I think you know what I was about to say. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, I think everyone. So, so, <laughs> so Emma, Emma yeah, Stevens yeah. is on the chat saying that he could see me and Joshua James, the other uh, ref broken contender as Muppets while wrestling. And I'm like, come on, are we are we the two guys, the 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 two who critics on the Sono on the balcony? Right. Yeah. right let me show yeah. this these tweets that I'm talking about to everyone. This is Lariatos' list, right? Best background Muppets from objectively the best Christmas movie. So number five, the the mm-hmm. pigeons. Number four, the penguins. Number three, cheeses for his mises, which is great. That
1: one's great. <laughs> it's, it's it's like, really great. That should be number
0: one. <laughs> nah, it's not. Number two, Big Joe, which is uh, which is very good. I really enjoyed it. But then number one, and this gif is the reason why the sad I wanted to see, um, Christmas Carol. I think Sonorat is really funny.
1: Sonorat is great. I was just looking at the gif.
0: (laughs) This is so funny. Uh, It's watching this gif was made me go. You know what? Let me go and watch A Christmas Carol because I never did it before. Let's go do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And since we're we're on the topic here, uh, I need to show um, WCW Nitro. Uh, uh. Is this
1: the one? The Asterdix?
0: Yeah, so so some <laughs> it's good isn't it someone yeah, it said is. so truly nothing better than a wide shot of a muppet movie when you get to see the whole muppet body that's already like really right. funny right and this thing here and someone quoted that and said men's warner quoted that and said someone added this into the wcw nitro opening <laughs> from 97 and someone did it's <laughs> it's really, it's, it's really <laughs> funny uh you're right i know are you t- on time do you need to go are you late I'm uh, making I am, you late.
1: I'm uh, on borrowed time. Borrow
0: time. Uh, this is, borrowed time. this is a I great... Think,
1: I think this is going to get to a draw. Okay. A this is a
0: great conversation. The pitch that I have for you. Do you have two minutes yes. for this pitch? Go, go. Okay. Pitch me. So I'm going to launch a Patreon right in 2022. And one of the ideas okay. that I wanted to do was David Francisco Reviews. A movie. Nice. Because I haven't seen movies right. I think at okay. first I was going to do that alone. But then I thought a few days ago. Why am I not doing this with you? That's Mm -hmm.
1: pretty cool.
0: Would you Uh, like? Yeah, for sure. Would you like to to do a show where I'm watching movies that I've never seen before, but everyone else has (laughs) and I'm reviewing them.
1: So like some classics.
0: Probably, I don't know. Like, even if not classics, right? Like Christmas Carol. So like Home Alone, right?
1: Like, oh, Christmas
0: yeah, I've watched that and I, I, I hated it. <laughs> but I'll watch what's, it for the. What's a movie. I'll watch it for Patreon.
1: I don't care. It's a movie that everyone's watching. You haven't.
0: I haven't. Haven't watched the last two Star Wars movies, for example. You Interesting. know,
1: stuff Have like you, that. Oh, you've, you've seen
0: Avatar. No. You haven't. Seen I've Avatar. never seen Avatar. See, seen see how easy this is. Imagine me. Mechanic. Like hmm? I've seen Titanic. Titanic. I've seen Titanic. Okay. Yes. I, when I was a kid, it was a big deal when I was a kid. So everyone was watching yeah. freaking Titanic. So I yeah, watched exactly Titanic as well. Right.
1: Thinking, but Avatar was huge still when You're
0: like, never oh, seen Avatar. Like, like there's a big portion of movies. I've never seen the the second trilogy of Spider-Man. I've never seen the Andrew Garfield interesting. Spider-Man's, um, uh, interesting. never seen them. And so Not like, missing much, to be <laughs> wow, I wanted to like, I was going to do like a, a review of it, just like a content for once a month, but I think it would be really fun to do it with you if you want to do it with me.
1: Yeah, I would love that. It sounds a lot of fun.
0: Kind of exclusive Patreon content. I'm probably going to like eventually yes. launch it publicly, but it will be a Patreon thing. I'll give more news on the Patreon later here on the channel. Uh, I just want to also thank the Adam because the Pepsi t-shirts and the Allen t-shirts and everything, it was uh, the Pepsi and the Allen logos was his drawing. It's his design. So thank you very much. They look great. A lot of people have them. Um Kyle is on the chat and he said uh, and he's very happy with his uh with his Allen t-shirt. Um oh, yeah. Keely's wearing it right now. Keely come show the Allen t-shirt to everybody. She's coming. <laughs> so thank you for that, Vierm. Sure. Do you know what movie you are going to watch today?
1: What movie? What movie Do you movie? know what yeah? Uh, it's a, like a 1950s classic, mm. which I've already forgotten the mm. name about, but it's like a, a comedy that's on Netflix. On oh, you know platform.
0: what, nowhere to get anymore. I'm gonna watch Don't Look I'm Up today, it. apparently, after the stream. Yes, we are. Yes. 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 yes
1: we that. Are. Oh, I, watch that. I never,
0: I, I, I never told that. you, I'll tell you later, but In the Heights radicalized me even more. What do you mean? In the Heights really, in the Heights really radicalized me. I'm like the, 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 the Abuela Claudia story just, just pissed me off just for, for the, the, the issues, the issues of capitalism, you know, how, how, how scaling up in a society is, is a myth, you know, how people shouldn't have to choose between having to clean floors and work for 80 hours or be hungry, you know? I'm like, I'm like
1: yeah, you, you think like if you work, you know, like 40 hours a week, you shouldn't be poor.
0: It radicalized me, radicalized the hell out of me, even more, even more. But that's politics. So, we'll save that for uh, another time.
1: That's good. So <laughs> the movie is called Laughter in Paradise. Mm. And I'm also going to watch the new Bubba Fett thing. So
0: I'm gonna, you Disney know, this is
1: not paying me, but I'm still having <laughs>
0: You me. know that my mind, every time I hear Boba Fett, Wabafet comes, yeah. Wabafet ah. comes up before <laughs> Bubafet does. Wobbuffet oh, yeah. yes. comes up before Bobbuffet does.
1: Jimmy Wabafet.
0: <laughs> can you imagine all the scenes where voice? <laughs> can you imagine all the scenes from Star Wars, but it, the the iconic ones with Bubafet but instead of being Bubafet yeah. is Wabafet? <laughs> <laughs> the edit of like him <laughs> just shooting you know you know the big scene where they're like about to throw them into the pit or something Jabba the Hut, yeah right
1: and it's
0: just like <laughs> and a, a giant it's... A giant Wabba <laughs> is the one that's shooting everyone
1: and it's funny because like you can even do that in the prequels right <laughs> where when he's tiny when he's you know He's like the clone of Django Fett, the, the, the kid clone. It's a why not? Yes. It's it's the the pre-evolution
0: thing. It works. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's funny. Adam. thank you so much for being on the show. Yes. This was really fun. And I'm glad we started out all the tech. Um hope you guys have fun. I'll see
1: you around.
0: Yes, everyone did. Say bye to Adam on the <laughs> chat. Bye, Giam. That was fun. I hope everyone had fun. And if you like guests on the David Francisco podcast, I, uh, I may continue to do that, you know. hint hint. Wink, wink. I got an idea for next week. I'm just going to say that. I got an idea for next week that I think should be really fun. Right. Let's do voicemail. I got two voicemails here from two people that are in the chat right now. I think they don't mind me identifying them. Uh, I think they're fine with being identified. I do have two from from Dan. Uh, oh, I got one here that wasn't here before. Hmm. I got I could do from Dan. one of them. I'm gonna save for uh, next week, or maybe the week after. The other one will play right now, and hopefully, this will play. Let's go for the first voicemail from Dan. Uh, I might have already asked this. If I have, I'm sorry. Um, been a long wait. I just wanted to
1: know that. I just wanted to know, like, if with the uh, unfortunate and very sad closure of lots um and learn the ropes moving forward if you think it's plausible for people to be training in the ring with David Francisco at like, any time in the future. Are you going to aim to continue that coaching aspect
0: uh, in the ring as well as online? Well, Well, um... yes, yes, uh, there are... Two, at least two that I know of, and there's other things that may be happening. Two situations where I'm definitely going to train. I I, I want to continue to train. I like, like training people, love training people. Uh, I would like to make a living doing that. Besides, obviously, the priority of actually wrestling and all this is I'm doing here. I think it would be, like, the complement between doing this, uh, obviously, like, wrestling, merch, creating content for you guys, and then teaching classes, the, the the online seminars, they're being very popular, and, like, you have no idea how much that helps uh, <laughs> to me being able to uh, dedicate myself full-time to wrestling. It's just a great contribution. I think, like, all those things adding up can, can work. And um, I don't want to... I'll put it this way because I don't know if they're ready for, for this to be announced or talked about or whatever, but there's at least one promotion where we kind of have agreed with the idea that before their show, I am definitely going to be teaching uh, one, maybe two classes. And that will be open not just to the people that are on the show, but to, to everyone that like uh, uh, that wants to be trained. Uh, and... I don't want to... I don't want to say too much because... Things aren't 100% confirmed and, and set in stone yet. But there's something happening that looks like will be very viable. So, I won't talk about this anymore. So, please don't ask. Because I don't want to talk about things that aren't confirmed and create expectations that are not going to be there. But... I guess the answer to your question is, yes, there's there's plans, and I will definitely, I haven't given up on training, and I will definitely continue to train all levels of professional wrestlers. I'm happy to do it, and I, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Replace all the clone troopers with Boba Fett. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, End up leaving a few because I missed last episode's deadline. Yes, I don't gonna the, the the message you sent for last week. I'm gonna save for another week, um, as well. Be my sensei. <laughs> I'll be your sensei in Plants vs Zombies. How about that? I'll show you how to play this. Love to learn the basics per No so Just that there's so many schools in uh, in the country, Emma. Just join a wrestling school. Go learn a little bit. Be my Johnny Lawrence, please. Hell yeah, looking forward to whatever it might be and best of luck with it. Yeah, it's gonna be, I'm sure it's gonna be great. All right, um, I, I heard, I didn't hear it because I, I want to hear the message for the first time. So I give, I give the message to someone else to screen them. And I realized that I have, actually have, uh, two messages here. Uh, I only saw one. So I'm gonna save the other one for next week. Uh, this is the one that has been screened. Uh, this is from Alan's number one fan. I wonder who this is.
1: I get really hyperactive when I've had drinks that are fizzy. But what I want to know is why after only 2 or 3 rolls in the ring I get really dizzy.
0: <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> Someone needs to grab this message and put it on put it behind the beat or something. In fact, in fact, give me 30 seconds. <laughs>
1: Hyperactive when I've like, had drinks that are fizzy. <laughs> but what I want to know is why, after only two or three rolls in the ring, I get really
0: dizzy. <laughs> this was the best. Let's do it again. Let <laughs> I need to do this again. This is great.
1: I get really hyperactive
0: when I've had drinks that are fizzy. But what I want to know is why, after only two or three rolls in the ring, I get really dizzy. (laughs) This is great! Oh, Kyle, thank you! Oh, this, oh, this is incredible! (laughs) Oh my God! Oh, this is great! Uh, please don't send in rhymes next week because well, I mean send them in and then I'll process them when I get around to them Alan number one fan is a rapper. The only thing that needs is like a beat where like the beat is happening and at the end you just hear uh, uh, uh. Something like that. Just get Alan to be like uh. Every eight beats or so. Ah, oh, Carl, that was incredible um, That was incredible to answer your question it has to do with um, the the, the, the I'm going to call it the device, right? The thing in your ears that makes you, that gives you balance. What happens is that if you're not used to it, when you roll, you're shaking your thing in your ears that gives you equilibrium. So you will be dizzy either if you're not used to rolls or if you spend a lot of time not rolling once you go back to rolling. Or if you roll more than what you're used to, then it will mess up with the equilibrium which is in your ears. And that's the reason why. You get really dizzy when you roll. I, there's no relationship between that and the amount of fizzy drinks you consume. Um, unless the fizzy drinks have sugar and maybe you go on a sugar rush and you just keep rolling around. But that's that's the explanation there. That's where I'm going to leave the show today. I hope you guys had fun. I hope you enjoyed it. This was very entertaining <laughs> and um, and I thought it was all good. So thank you very much for watching the show and listening to the show and I'll be back here next week with more if you want to be a part of it make sure you send a voice note davefrancisconet slash voicemail you can send me a voice note about anything and sometimes I'll even give you topics like very soon I want to talk about I want to hear your I'm going to call them New Year's resolutions your goals for 2022 would love to have a conversation with you guys about that so yeah thanks for being there on that side and thanks for being a part of the show and I'll talk to you next time cool cool.